do we equip our families with a biblical worldview? How do we prepare the next generation for life? How do I grow in my walk with the Lord and in my marriage? If you wrestle with these questions, you are in the right place to find answers. Welcome to the Entrusting the Faith podcast. So I am excited today uh, on the podcast to have Dakota Lynch. Dakota, uh, he is not only general director of Scripture Memory Fellowship, uh, but he's also a huge advocate for the benefits and discipline of Scripture memorization. Uh, but even more, he is a devoted husband and a Christ follower. Man, we are just so happy to have you on the show today, Dakota. Well, thank you, Eric, for having me. It's uh, wonderful to take this time to sit down with you, and uh, I'm looking forward to our time. Absolutely. Me too. And so for those who in our audience who are not familiar with it, uh, what is Scripture Memory Fellowship? I'm, I'm glad you asked. You know, in a nutshell, our ministry exists to help people know, live, and love God's Word. And we really believe that scripture memorization should be a normal part of the Christian life. And yet, of course, we know that for so many of us, it's more of a goal than a reality. And so that's where our ministry really comes in. We're a nonprofit ministry. We're not a church. We're just a a nonprofit organization that says we want to help people turn this goal into a reality. Oh, that is awesome. And I think that's something we... I know I need that continued scripture memorization. I know other people do as well. So how did how did you get involved with it? Is it something you have uh, always done, or is that just curious how you got um, connected with Scripture Memory Fellowship? So when I was about fourteen years old, I came to faith in Christ, and maybe six months into that, I felt compelled to start memorizing scripture. And I really mean compelled because I was reading a book at the time that challenged me to memorize scripture. And I remember uh, seeing that part of the book and thinking, I'll just skip that part because I don't really have a good memory and that's just not my thing. But this author kind of twisted my arm and he said, listen, um, I don't like it when people say they can't memorize because the fact is we've already memorized the words to our favorite songs. We know the lines to our favorite movies, and so we can memorize Scripture. And so the 14-year-old version of me said, all right, I'll do it, but I may not like it very much. But, you know, fast forward six months, and Scripture memory was really starting to become something I enjoyed because I could see the difference it was making in my life. And around that time, I was at a homeschool conference in St. Louis. I was homeschooled K-12, through so I'm at this conference And someone says to me, Dakota, it looks like they have a workshop today about memorizing scripture. You should go. And so that's that's when I first encountered Scripture Memory Fellowship. The the director at that time was there. He was promoting the ministry. He was encouraging people to memorize. And so that was my first exposure. And uh, I've just enjoyed being involved with them ever since. You mentioned the difference that it made. You know, six months in, you're like, man, I can I can look back over this period of time, and I am different today than I was six months ago. What kind of difference did that look like? I would say uh, the most significant difference is really captured in Psalm 119, verse 92, uh, that says, "Unless thy law had been my delights, I would then have perished." In my affliction, what I didn't mention is that when I was 14, I was going through the very difficult time of my parents having been divorced. And so I've got that going on. 
I've got all of the turmoil associated with that, moving to a new city, having very few friends, and I was just broken. And God's word became a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And this real source of encouragement in that very dark season of life. And as I memorized more and more verses, not only was it kind of bubbling up in my own heart, but I found these were verses I was able to share with other people who might be going through their own struggle. Suddenly, sharing the gospel didn't seem so scary because I could rely on what the scripture said and just start walking someone through the Romans road. And so those are just a few of the ways uh, of how it really started to click with me and become something I wanted to do and not just something that I was supposed to do. Mm, I like that. The the want versus the have to sort of thing. Absolutely. And that is huge. So what do you think keeps people from memorizing scripture? There are so many things that I think stand in our way. Um, you know, one of the first things that people often say is exactly what I said uh, at 14, and that is, well, I have a bad memory. And, and I think we all can identify with that because memorization is hard. Um, the fact is, it's not necessarily that we have a bad memory, though. It's just that we haven't really trained it. Uh, you know, if you go to the gym and you see these people who are there every day lifting the heavy weights, you're going to think, man, that's I can't do that. And the truth is, you probably can't yet. Uh, but it's a matter of starting small, starting slow, and building up to that point. And so uh, when someone says they have a bad memory, uh, I would just encourage them, start slow, learn a verse or two a week. And, and I would also say that having a bad memory means we need to memorize Scripture even more. And I know that sounds like a paradox, but the fact is we do have bad memories, and we are prone to forget the most important things of life, which means we need to be coming back to God's Word even more intentionally and filling our minds afresh with uh, God's Word. And so I think having a bad memory is, is a common hurdle for folks. Another one is, hey, I'm, I'm just so busy. I, I have so much going on in life, and memorizing Scripture sounds like one more chore that we're trying to add to their routine. But, man, I feel like we're too busy not to memorize. Because the fact is, if we're really so uh, occupied with life, then we really, really need the truth of God's Word to be governing that. Uh, Martin Luther was asked one time, hey, what are your plans for today? And he said, work, work, work from dawn until dusk. In fact, I'm so busy, I shall spend the first two hours in prayer. And I think, you know, his perspective there was, man, I'm too busy not to pray. And I think the same thing could be said of memorizing scripture. We're never driving too fast to not wear a seatbelt. And we're never so busy that memorizing scripture doesn't have value. But, you know, I wonder, too, uh, sometimes when it comes to these hurdles that stand in our way, I think a hidden one that even uh, rises up in my own heart from time to time is this silent doubt that the consequences of not memorizing Scripture are really that severe. Um, or let me say it another way. We don't think the world will come to an end if we don't memorize Scripture. And I think about my friend in Sunday school his name is Jimmy, and he comes and he tells the class about his uh, experiences running. He just loves to run, and he's telling us about how he ran eight miles yesterday and what a, an exhilaration this is to him. And he would just love it if we all ran with him. And I believe him when he says that there are benefits 
But the reason I haven't joined them is that I kind of think I'll be okay if I don't run. I'm not sure that there are severe consequences for staying home. And I think sometimes, you know, people will nod and agree that memorizing scripture is worthwhile. But maybe in our hearts, we're just, we think it's probably dispensable. But then I fall back on that verse from Psalm 119 when the psalmist wrote, Unless thy law had been my delights, I would then have perished. You know, this is not him saying, yeah, it was pretty valuable, but maybe just optional. No, he said without it, game over. This was a source of life to him. Those are powerful reasons. The one where you mentioned the consequences of not memorizing and not hiding it down, you know, sort of deep within us. I think that's, I think that's really important. I, I agree with you. I think people don't think on that. They're like, I've got my Bible app, you know, I've got like three copies at home. I can just go to Bible Gateway. Right. I don't need to know it, but but if we don't know it, it can't it can't work through us and in us. And then then we really don't know what who God is and what his word says. So I think that's a very powerful absolutely, uh, and yet subtle reason uh, for doing it uh, or keeping us from doing it. With Scripture Memory Fellowship, kind of tell us what kind of programs, products, uh, what kinds of things do you guys offer to help uh, with Scripture Memory? One of the main things that we do at SMF is help people answer the three W's of memorizing scripture. And I'll just run through those uh, really quick here. When someone is memorizing scripture, they first of all need to know what they're memorizing. That's the first W. What will you memorize? The second W is when will you finish? And then thirdly, who will hold you accountable? So what, when, and who? And one of the main ways that we help people answer those three W's is with our scripture memory courses or our scripture memory programs. And, and those are very, um, there are a lot of options when it comes to uh, the scripture memory plan that you might like to do with us. For example, if you've never memorized scripture before, uh, you might want to memorize some verses on salvation. And so we have several memory courses on salvation. And when I say a memory course, that basically takes a set of verses on this topic and it breaks it down into weekly milestones. So you know what you're memorizing. You've got a weekly assignment so you know what you'll be memorizing each week. And by the way, you don't, you don't just have the verse text, but we give you some devotionals to kind of help you dig deeply uh, into the meaning of these verses and figure out, you know, what do these mean and how should I be applying them to my life? And then we also uh, really encourage you to have some accountability in place so that every week, or at least every other week, you're reciting those verses that you've memorized to uh, someone else. And so really, that's, that's what I would um, mention is the first thing that we really um, do at SMF, and that is uh, develop these scripture memory courses that will help people approach memorization in a, in a systematic way. Uh, it's been said that for so many, our scripture memory plans live on someday island. And I think that's true. And so scripture memory plans really are, are one of the most tangible ways that we help people uh, travel to that island and make this a reality in their daily life. Does it differ by 
age? Should, are there different programs for, you know, let's say children like six to 10 or middle school or high school? How do you, is there any differentiation? And if so, how do you separate that? There is. In fact, uh, one of our most popular memory courses is for preschoolers, and uh, we call that our ABC memory book. And it's a book with a Bible verse for each letter of the alphabet. And so we just encourage parents, hey, you need to start memorizing scripture as soon as possible and get your kids into God's word uh, at a young age. And and we think of 2 Timothy 3.15, where Paul wrote, that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And that word childhood really refers to Timothy's infancy. So from infancy, he knew the scriptures. So our ABC memory book, again, gives you a verse for each letter of the alphabet. We know that preschoolers like colorful pictures, and so each page has uh, the scripture text, but also a, a colorful illustration that helps them kind of visualize what that verse might look like if you were to live it out. And it has a little devotional that the parents can read. We've got a CD that goes with it. So you've got scripture songs that they can listen to while they're heading to bed. So that's um, just an example of what we would do for uh, a very young memorizer. Um, But then as you get older, it gets um, a little bit more mature in terms of how it's presented. Obviously, you don't have the, uh, the illustrations, but you do still have a very systematic approach. Let me talk about our memory course called Songs in the Night. We launched this back in 2020, um, and it's 60 verses about hardship. And 2020 and hardship really went together. And so we launched this memory course, and it's 60 verses about all kinds of hardship. So depression, doubt, disappointment, failure, fear, friendlessness, Conflict, choices, change, bereavement, betrayal, bad health. These are all things that we experience. And so uh, with that memory course, you're just going to learn three verses every week. I'm sorry, five verses every week on those various topics. And you just work through it one week at a time. And in fact, uh, when we launched that memory course, we not only offered a book, but we said, why don't we do this together as a group? And so we had about 2,000 people uh, sign up to memorize those particular verses over the course of 12 weeks. And so that's just an example of how scripture memory would be geared towards an adult memorizer. I like that. Just different different opportunities, different ages, either for the young or for, I'll call them, you know, students you know, middle school, high school adults, because really once you start getting to that high school adult age and all sort of in that context, they can all do the same types of things. And I like that too, the what, when, and who, the what do I memorize, the the when do I need to do it by that, that timeline right. and who to keep me accountable. Those are, man, those like those fit almost like all of the spiritual disciplines, you know, as I'm thinking, right. You know, in my small group, you know, we have conversations. It's like, so where are you at in your walk? And it's like, well, yeah, I need to get reading. And, you know, and even in our Bible reading, like those are powerful questions to answer. And I think there's a risk um, that in any spiritual discipline, we have to be on guard against legalism. Um, And yet at the same time, any area of life, whether it's a spiritual discipline or um, exercise 
or financial stewardship, we understand that we need to have specific goals, specific deadlines, and specific people in our lives who are helping us reach those goals. Uh, you know, when it comes to um, this this accountability, I'll just say, man, that was the hardest part for me to implement because I had tricked myself into believing that I was a pretty self-motivated person. And so I went around uh, to conferences and I encouraged people to memorize. I told them about the importance of accountability. And yet here I was going along without any real accountability. And then a friend of mine said, hey, Dakota, I need accountability in my life. Can I start reciting my verses to you every Tuesday? And of course, I said yes. And I started reciting to him on Tuesday. And you know what I found? Monday nights became very productive for me in my memorization of Scripture because uh, in a very godly way, he was holding my feet to the fire. And so once I added accountability, it's not like I went from zero to 60, but I probably went from 40 to 60. In other words, uh, I, I was making some progress without accountability, but accountability was really what supercharged my memorization and helped me stay consistent. Mm, sort of that added layer of motivation, not to let people down, not to in some ways not to look bad, but really just to kind of keep you moving forward. Right. Absolutely. Oh, that's, and that's huge. That's um, in, in all, like you say, in all the disciplines, having that accountability uh, with, with the grace in there, like you say, you have to find that balance between motivation, legalism, uh, but definitely moving you forward. So do you have any, you know, any, I'll call them success stories, you know, any stories from, uh, and I'll, you know, any ages that you want to cover in terms of people who have gotten into the program, started taking the courses, and then you have seen just tremendous fruit on the other side. Absolutely. And, and those are stories that we encounter all the time. You know, our ministry, Scripture Memory Fellowship, was once known as Bible Memory Association. And so one of the most common ways uh, that people find us today is is they remember memorizing with BMA when they were a child. And so they'll uh, get online and they'll decide to see whether we still exist. And they'll call us and they'll say, you know, the verses I memorized when I was 10 years old, when I was 15 years old, have stayed with me. And those are the verses that eventually brought me to faith in Christ. And those are the verses that I'm teaching my children now. Uh, you know, one thing I didn't mention is that we have a scripture memory camp every year. And we offer that to young memorizers especially. And we say, listen, we want to encourage you to memorize and we're going to provide an incentive, which is camp. And if you memorize this year's verses and you recite those verses from memory to someone else, then you can come and have a week of camp for free. Uh, and we do that because we recognize that for most young memorizers, they don't yet have that internal motivation uh, to memorize. They don't have the maturity to recognize that God's word deserves this kind of attention. And so we provide some external motivation through camp. And so we hear from people probably on a weekly basis who have memorized uh, in years past with us and they have such fond memories of coming to that scripture memory camp. And so we hear testimonies um, from that stream all the time. We also hear from people who are uh, using our Scripture Memory app, which is called Verse Locker. It's completely free, and it just helps you with the very 
tactical part of memorizing scripture. It'll help you quiz your verses and review them very systematically. And we had someone write to us uh, with this testimony. She said, I have a traumatic brain injury in my past, and it makes it very difficult to memorize. I thought that I could not possibly memorize scripture anymore, but through your free verse locker app, I can memorize scripture now. And so, yeah, we hear from people all the time, and and really it's not about them um, elevating scripture memory fellowship, but they're just saying, listen, God's word is what's doing it. God's word is changing my life. And, and those are the testimonies that just, uh, man, they're like fuel in the tank for us here at SMF. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so awesome to sort of be that conduit between uh, the way God is working and the people who uh, most need, well, we all need God's word, but you, being that conduit to help them really embrace and, and grow in his word. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, there are just so many um, benefits to knowing God's word. And, and one thing that I, that I really um, love to remind folks of is, is the powerful truth of Psalm 119.11, which is that God's word is hidden our, in our heart so that we might not sin against God. Um, and also, you see a parallel of that verse in Joshua 1.8 uh, that says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. But that blueprint is so noteworthy when it says, Meditate in God's word that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. And we even see that in Deuteronomy 6, the very famous passage, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Verse 6, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. So whether you're looking at Psalm 119.11 or Joshua 1.8 or Deuteronomy 6, obedience is always linked to knowing and meditating on what God's Word says. So uh, if we have any doubts about whether memorizing Scripture is necessary, we should just say, well, we know that obedience to God's Word is very important, and Scripture memory is, is given to us in Scripture as the best way to ensure our obedience to God's Word, because we have to know what it says before we can do what it says. That's a very good point, yeah, because if you don't know it, you can't you, that's like that that plumb line, right? That's like that that line to see what is true and what is not. And so, if you don't know the Word of God, uh, you don't have a good measuring stick to see what our whether it's our heart, whether it's our our words, our actions. You just don't have that standard uh, to compare it against. Right, right. And and I've heard so many people say or. Uh, I think this is a silent question on many minds as well. Do we really need to memorize Scripture anymore? Because, hey, we do live in the 21st century, and uh, at any time we can just pull out our phone and check to see uh, what the Bible says. But, you know, when I turn on the news, I'm, I'm more and more convinced that we need to memorize Scripture, especially because we're in the 21st century. Uh, not just, um, you know, we, we shouldn't view it as, as an opportunity not to memorize, but as an even more compelling reason to memorize. And I like to think of it this way. 
you know, I'm not a very good Scrabble player, but my wife, uh, she's a great Scrabble player. And so she beats me the majority of the time that we play. But, you know, suppose, suppose that you were uh, invited to play a game of Scrabble against someone and there was $100,000 on the line for the winner. Uh, and you knew that in one month this game would take place. So you would begin preparing. And I don't know about you, but I, I'll probably prepare for that by going and buying like a really thick dictionary. But what would I do with that dictionary? Would I just, you know, set it on my desk or install it on my phone? No, I would actually begin to pour through every page. And I would start to memorize words, especially, you know, like the Q's and the X words for, for Scrabble. Um, because when you're playing a game of Scrabble and you start to survey the board, what, what happens is your mind starts to recognize where these words can go. And it's not, the, the game is not won by the person with the best dictionary. It's won by the person who knows the most words, who has memorized those words. And I think similarly in life, uh, it's almost like a Scrabble game. We kind of survey the landscape of our lives. We see our marriage over here and our job over here and our church over here. And we see all of these pieces kind of like a Scrabble board. And we need to know which verses of Scripture fit in the various places. And the best way to put God's word where it needs to go is, is not to, you know, pull out our Bible app and, you know, do a, do a quick word study. But we need to have God's word in our hearts so that the Holy Spirit can bring it to remembrance and we know just where those verses need to be and at just what time. Oh, that is a, that is a great metaphor. And I, I can totally see that. It's not the going and having to look for verses or look in God's word to, to find answers is, is great. But when the Holy Spirit can call those answers to us and that reminder and that meditation and that just that going about our day, that's even better. Amen. Absolutely. And so I would just encourage people, you know, if you're, if you're trying to think about how to get started uh, in memorizing scripture just take that first step. And, and I know for me, let's say I'm, I'm in a busy time and, and I'm trying to find a moment today to work on my verses. Sometimes it just seems so intimidating to think about stopping everything we're doing and taking a moment to invest uh, our, our hearts and minds in God's word. But that first step is always so hard because once I, once I finally do, go into that quiet place, shut the door, open God's word. It's life-giving, and I don't want to stop. And, and so for all of those who are listening now and they're thinking, yeah, but it's hard. Yeah, but uh, I'm busy. Yeah, but whatever it is, um, just take 10 minutes today and start working on some verses, and it's, it's going to be easier than you think. It is going to be hard, but it's going to be easier than you probably think it will be. And whatever sweat you have to exert to make this happen is going to be so worthwhile. Give it, give it six months like I did and just wait to see what kind of fruit starts to spring up in your life. Oh, that's awesome. And I would definitely encourage uh, everyone listening as well to, to take the step. Uh, just try, remember that, that just because something's hard doesn't mean it's not worthwhile. Uh, and so uh, I would uh, encourage not only those listening, uh, I encourage our, you know, my family, I encourage uh, those at my church and, and those whom I, I work with. And so, um, yeah, this is, this is good stuff. So if, if people want to know more, 
uh, about Scripture Memory Fellowship, what you guys are doing. They want to find out about your classes. Where's the best place for them to go? Head to scripturememory.com. That's our website. And uh, as soon as you land there, you'll see uh, some ways that you can take that first step. You'll be able to take a look at the at the memory courses that we have and the events that we're at. And so take a look at scripturememory.com. And uh, I would also encourage folks to just open up their uh, app store, whether they're on Android or iPhone, and just search for Verse Locker. That's one word, Verse Locker, and they can install our free app. Uh, and when I say free, that doesn't mean that it's free to download, but then we're going to get you to pay for the best features. It is completely free. Uh, there's no dollars uh, requested at any time. So just, uh, yeah, get the Verse Locker app and start memorizing today. We will put uh, that information in the show notes. So everybody listening, just go to the show notes. You can find uh, you can find the web address. We'll also uh, put the Verse Locker information there so you can check it out. So Dakota, I- I'm just thankful uh, for this time together and just being able to have a conversation and really just for you to be able to tell us uh, about Scripture Memory Fellowship and just remind us and exhort us uh, for the benefit and really the need to memorize Scripture. Well, Eric, thank you so much for having me today. This is this has been such an encouragement for me, and uh, I hope it's been for your listeners also. And I appreciate the work you're doing, and uh, I just hope and pray that God continues to strengthen your hands in this ministry that he's entrusted to you. Well, thank you uh, very much. I I appreciate this. This was very encouraging to me, and so um, uh, I'm sure it will be to, to our listeners, so I appreciate it. I was so thankful to have that conversation with Dakota Lynch from Scripture Memory Fellowship. Three things that really kind of jumped out at me were, uh, first, having a bad memory uh, means we need to memorize Scripture even more. That Just that practice, that, that effort, that discipline uh, is what we need and will help tremendously. Uh, the second thing is sometimes we don't think about the consequences of not memorizing Scripture and that they're not that severe but really to be able to hide God's Word in our hearts, deep down, so the Holy Spirit can can use that and call upon that, depending on the situation, is huge. And lastly, just talking about uh, their materials, they do three things which can really help us, uh, calling them the three W's. You know, what will you memorize? When will you finish? And who will keep you accountable? And that really can, not only for Scripture memory, but just for anything we're working on in life, those questions are important. So what are you doing? When will you finish? And who will keep you accountable? So uh, I'm very thankful for Dakota and uh, him just joining me on the podcast today. It was a great conversation. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review for us wherever you listen to podcasts. Doing so will help others to find us. Uh, Check out the show notes for resource information. We encourage you to do that for links and other references. We'd like to hear from you so you can message us your questions or comments on Facebook, Instagram, and Entrusting the Faith. You can email us at info at entrustingthefaith.com. If you go to our website, which is www.entrustingthefaith.com, you can sign up to our email list and receive free resources as well as upcoming podcast episode information. So check it out. Lastly, just remember, legacies are built a day at a time. So start now.